What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thunder, 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 Thundercats, ho! It's another Thundercats recap here on the Radical Retro Rewind podcast. As always, it is Ryan Hunter along with my brother-in-arms, David. We're here to talk more Thunder Kitty fun with episode 18 of season one. Fitting image, which aired October 2nd of 1985. Oh, we're in October now. Oh, goodness gracious. Whatever will we do? <laughs> this episode actually has a little continuity from a few weeks ago when we spoke about Hammerhand, the pirate. He actually did die, David. That, that ship, when that went down, Hammerhand and the crew... <laughs> are dead. Having hatched a new scheme to destroy the Thundercats, Mumra summons the Driller, a robotic mercenary, to the heart of his Black Pyramid. (laughs) So we start off with Mumra. He's come up with a whole, whole scheme. And David, he calls the Driller the Sand Devil of the Deep Earth. And he continues to call him names. As a matter of fact, he also calls him Dirtling. So Mumra's coming with names this time. Karen has come up with an idea to make the community and the neighborhood turn against the neighbors. A scandal. A scandal. By using the driller. You are prompt, Dirtly. But will you do my bidding? I will do business with you, evil one. My services for your diamonds. Such loyalty. You shall have diamonds. To the treasure room. 
So the driller, after paying him in diamonds, Mumra commands the driller to abduct Panthro for him. I love this because there's a few things. This is such a used cliche thing. Usually, like Samantha from Bewitched had a cousin that looked just like her but had dark hair. Like it's not the same thing. <laughs> But it's like the use of a cousin that looks like you or a doppelganger, you know, like even like I remember the bionic woman they had, you know. Oh, they did that with her too? Yeah. And all these different people, like everything is always like a doppelganger. So, but what's interesting is, again, brings me back to fantasy yet playing into sort of reality possibly. Mumra has like a cloning room. He has like all these devices in the pyramid and he also has a treasure room, which is really nice. And the pyramid is- A full treasure room. And the driller is like, diamonds, there's enough diamonds to keep my blade, you know, for centuries or whatever. And Mumra's like- He takes diamonds to sharpen his blade. Yeah. Yeah, So Mumra is like, I'll give you some more diamonds. You only get half. You'll get half. When you'll get half now and half when you're finished. But if you don't do the job, I'll be taking those diamonds back. And Drill is like, oh, Cat's Lair is very thick. I might need more diamonds. And Mama's like, no, you are not getting any more diamonds. You will get what I give you and you'll get the rest. Like he was like trying to haggle with him. Give me more diamonds now. (laughs) Diamonds. You shall have half your payment now. The other half on completion of your mission. Enough diamonds here to keep my drill points sharp for centuries! Of course, if you fail in your task, I shall recover these and you shall have nothing for your trouble. Then your drill points will grow dull and you shall stay locked under the earth forever! says to him that he'll get stuck in the earth if he doesn't have enough diamonds, right? He could get buried midway if he doesn't have enough diamonds to keep him going. So that's also a threat. (laughs) And then you also see in this episode, my favorite thing, Mumra watching this Thundercat sleeping through the cauldron. All of them. He's like, "Mm." He just swipes through his cauldron. He's like, oh, this one's sleeping. Oh, this, oh, Tigra. Hello. Oh, Chitara. I didn't know you needed the CPAP machine. Okay. All right. Keep (laughs) going. Panthro has sleep apnea. <laughs> Observe the Thundercats sleep. This one, bring me the one they call Panthro. He is the one I want. It will be difficult. The walls are thick. I'll need more diamonds to penetrate. No more diamonds unless you succeed, Driller! On your way! So, burrowing his way to Cat's lair, the Driller emerges in Panthro's bedroom, where he is fast asleep. As the Driller begins to drug Panthro using the sands of sleep, the Thundercats awaken and hurls the Trespasser clear across the room. The Driller retaliates by throwing and breaking the drugs bottle near Panthro, the fumes of which cause Panthro to pass out. The Driller leaves via the same tunnel that he came through, hauling Panthro with him. Oh, shit. Panthro was drunk. But I love the fact that the bottle actually says Sands of Sleep on it. It's like, Mumra going through, <laughs> Mumra went through his medicine chest. Mmm, hemorrhoid cream. Um, oh, wait a minute. What is this? Oh, this is, oh, I, I see the medicine. Oh, this is oh, Tylenol. Um, Sands of Sleep. 
<laughs> Let's put it Unicorns tear, marvels tear. But the, everything clearly must be expired from thousands of I would of imagine, years. but the bo- they actually said the bottle says Sands of Sleep on it. I thought that was... I'm like, it ain't the charm once. Like, no, he ain't making potions there. Literally, Mumra's buying Sands of Sleep. Or he's very meticulous and he labels everything like you're saying. <laughs> well, it's got thousands of years to do it. He's like, I bought this on eBay. It better work. The buyer has a 98% satisfaction. You know when you buy online. Lord have mercy. So, (laughs) handing the unconscious panther to Mumra, the driller takes the remainder of his diamond payment and departs. You have done your job well, Darkling. (laughs) Here is the other half of your payment. Now, leave me to my work. Mumra then puts his devious plan into action, using a cloning machine to create exact duplicate of the Thundercat. David, he makes a glass mold, like a Play-Doh mold uh-huh. of, of Panthro. He's literally like a mold to a T. It even does the spikes on his holster. He, like, has, he, like, he, has like a, he makes like a golem. Yes, yes, a he golem. has a golem. Like if anybody, like, I don't know where you would have seen, but I, I watched Magicians, which I actually really like the show Magicians, and they make a golem too. There's like, but, but golem, right, is almost like it's a, sometimes it's made out of even like a clay, right? Yeah. Like a, something that has nothing. It's you create it and it takes on a form. And you put the like essence, essence yeah, inside it. So yeah, he makes like a golem. And then we get to the part that you, oh that you find at the Thundercat aren't so pure after all. The malicious mummy then invokes Hammerhand to possess the clone of Panther's body. Inhabited by the spirit of the dead berserker, the clone wakes up and heads off to terrorize Third Earth as per Mumra's order. He says, David, it's come fulfill your destiny of terror. So Hammerhand didn't get to finish his hammering. So he's saying, you know, fulfill your destiny of terror. I love that Mumra's so grandiose, so he's going to announce these people. He gives them the proper... Come, fulfill your destiny. And then he says, come here, my toy, when he wakes up, because he's kind of like... But he also has Panthro's voice. How did the clone get the Panthro voice? It's all part of the package deal. It's a glamour. It's a glamour. It's a glamour. It has to be a glamour. It has to be a glamour. I don't know. So Mumra tells him to go break fishing boats. (laughs) That's one of his commands. So, okay. Terrorize the villages. Break the fishing boats, yes! <laughs> ah, you do your work well, my clone of destruction! I demand all fishing boats be broken. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's his first order from the Homeowners Association. <laughs> Any fishing boats without a license uncovered at the dock? That's right. You broke the HOA law. One, don't pick up the phone. You know? <laughs> Just two, I got, I got new rules. I count them. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he does. Well, I think he... But this is all part of Mamara's plan to... 
desecrate the Thundercats, you know, name to to basically al- al- align them with with bad and to basically make the the friendships and relationships that they have created break them, break them right. to turn them against. So it's a plot. It's another one of those Mumra plots. Like I'm not just going to kill them in their sleep, which I could do. I'm I'm actually going to go out, break up everything, mess up with these people that because they became friends with the Thundercats, and I'm going to malign their name. And he could even order them to take Willa's treetop kingdom. He could have said, take Bushy <laughs> from last week. Take Bushy. Changing into his ever-living form, Mumra flies off with the unconscious Panthro. Oh, this is terrifying. Can you imagine waking up from your Thundercats bed and find yourself being carried off by Mumra in his ever-living form? And he's laughing that he's going to throw you in a bottomless chasm. So this is where... I guess my theory from the last podcast that we did about the mutants being... Mumra listening Mumra, to Mumra's like, oh, I'm going to get rid of you this time. He can make a million Panthro clones now. No, but my said. point was from the last time is that Mumra just likes to play with them. He likes the game as opposed to just killing them all. But I guess this is just like, eh. For him, I guess getting rid of Panthro, the real Panthro actually fits into his you know, plot, plot because week. he needs it to be believable. He doesn't need another Panthro to show up and be like, that's not the real Panthro, because otherwise his plan wouldn't work, because then you would see that that's a doppelganger. So I guess he needed to. I'm surprised he didn't, I didn't keep him sleep in the pyramid like he did. <laughs> Chitara, Chitara. Sleep fast one. They start to wake up. Hurry up, give me the, the sands of sleep again. <laughs> give me my bottles. <laughs> my god. So, Panther comes to his senses. Before he can figure out what is going on, Mumra throws him into the ravine, hoping to have eliminated for him for good. Fortunately, Panther lands on a flat ridge inside the chasm. Of course he does. Using the shoulder spikes as climbing ropes, Panther begins to ascend the steep walls of the chasm, cautiously dodging the powerful cosmic rays that erupt from the depths of the ravine each half of a minute. So, Panthro has to time these climbs up, or he will get attacked by a... It looks like a rainbow, right? It's, but it says a cosmic so, rays. Yes, and it's funny because he's in the chasm, so he's not affected by the rays because they're not touching him physically. I would think that if they were radiation, they'd get him. But whatever, this is a cartoon. So while this is all going on, there's two other things going on. Lion-O gets a call from the Sword of Omens. He does sight beyond sight. By Finally! The, by, he sees like the chasm, but then the sword is yes. blocked by the radiation that's coming out every 30 seconds. And at the same time, they're also realizing that the Burble Village and all these other places are being burnt down and attacked, so they go to help. So you've got three, exactly. di- you've got three so, different things going on at one time. So yes, Lionel learns of Panther's predicament from the Sword of Omen's vision, but at that moment, Chitara gives him more bad news, showing him images of the Burble's fruit fields being ravaged. Oh god, not the candy fruit. Not the candy. Who will I sell my gold to? (laughs) She's like, I did have some gold left over that I didn't tell them. Under her bed, probably. As Tiger and Chitara head off to assist the Burbles, Lionel rushes to Panthro's aid, driving the Thunder Tank. Lionel reaches the bottomless chasm as Panthro is wearily emerging from it. I guess he didn't have to walk home. Chitara calls Lionel on the Thunder Tank's communicator and informs him that the Wolos are in trouble now. When the Thunder Tank arrives at the Wolo village, it is in a state of ruin with raging fires and destroyed homes and fishing boats. Don't forget the fishing boats. Don't forget boats. the boats. The Wolo Traveler. So that's literally his name, David. The Wolo, the leader that we always see. His name is Wolo Traveler. Is it like the Burbles almost? Burble Bell? Gandalf Wolo the Salesman? Gandalf Wolo the Cook? Great. Gandalf the Great. The Grey. The- 
The Wolo approaches the two Thundercats and is terrified upon seeing Panthro claiming that he is the one who wrecked havoc on their village. What happened? It's him! The Thundercat! What's the problem? We are friends! Do friends set fire to people's homes? Uproot forests? Smash fishing boats? Burn crops? Is that what friends do? Me? You think I did that? You told me the driller drugged you. Maybe you weren't in control. But I was trapped in the chasm. I couldn't have done it. Could I? Maybe you should take the thunder tank back to the cat's lair. I'll try to straighten this out. You must believe me. I did not do any of those things. I would not have believed it of a Thundercat, but I saw it with my own eyes. Whatever caused it, we will help repair the damage. I'm sorry, Lion-O. None of us will ever trust you again. Baffled by the accusation, Panthro assures everyone that he couldn't have done such a vile thing. Especially Panthro, like you always say, has a heart of gold. Lionel tries to resolve the matter with the Wolos while suggesting to Panther to return to the Thunder Tank back to the Cat's Lair. You know, Lionel's doing, what do they call that, PR? Yeah, no he's, no, he's doing he's doing damage control. Damage control for Panthro. He's being the agent right now. He's like, who do you think gives you all that Thundercat insignia products that we sell you? It's Panthro. Again, this plays into the whole like mistrust of strangers and people that say they're your friends. And but even Panther was like, could I have done this? Couldn't I have done this? Like he's because he doesn't know he he had a sleep upon him. So he's not sure, I guess, what happened while he was with Mumra. He's like, oh, we had, like, one of the hangover experience? Yeah. Me and Mumra were out last night. I remember a bottle of sleeping potion. <laughs> sleeping <laughs> He gave me a roofie. I woke up with a dollar taped to my shirt that's and a note saying, thanks for a good time. Oh, my God. And he was going to throw me over the edge. He's like, <laughs> no. He, he didn't no, want to know the no, no secret. Mumra's back for the other team. Broke back pyramid, <laughs> broke back mountain with Mumra. <laughs> I wish I could kill you, quit you. <laughs> I wish I could quit you. And tells Lionel that Panthro has returned to continue his devastation. And he's like, look, you can see for yourself. <laughs> He's destroying everything! When Lion arrives at the scene of chaos, he's horrified to witness Panthro destroying the Hololo village. Fearing that Panthro may be acting under the influence of some evil spell, Lion summons his friends, hoping they may be able to help him bring Panthro under control. All of a sudden, the real Panthro busts into the scene and takes on his clone in combat. The two get so engrossed in their fight that they end up moving dangerously close close to the flames. Pawn Snarf's suggestion, Lionel uses the Sword of Omen on both of them and severely burns the imposter, leaving the Panthro unharmed. Okay, so we know from last week... Uh-huh. I was gonna go there. The we know that... Balthazine? Balthazar, whatever it's called. Yeah, you can't Balthazar. use it against Thundercat. But then Snarf's like, the sword will know the difference. In this case, is it the case, like you said, the sword knows what it must do? I guess so. Well, I didn't know it when he attacked Tigra. 
It's not like Tigra when he's on drugs. The clone retreats to the Black Pyramid, blaming Mumra for not bestowing him with enough power to succeed in his mission. But Mumra instead places the blame of the failure on his clone, labeling him as obsolete. Mumra reveals that he can produce any number of clones that he desires, thanks to the mold of Panther that he has in his possession. David, this part actually I loved because the fake Panthro, aka Hammerhand, smashes the mold to smithereens and changes back into his true incarnation of Hammerhand and disappears. Mumra gasps when he picks up the cloning machine. He's like, oh! Like, he is shocked that this man even had the audacity to pick up his cloning machine. He is like... Oh my god, he picked up my cloning machine and, and destroyed it. And I gotta say, continuity. Did you notice Hammerhand actually repeats things three times in this episode? A few times to Mumra at the end. He was pissed that he was unable to unleash his full fury through this golem. And uh, because Mumra told him what to do, so I guess he's thinking, I guess, Hammerhand right. got pissed because he's, he's, he's doing what he was told to do by Mumra, and ultimately Mumra set him up for failure. So he does, and Mumra is upset. It's not me! But do you also think that Mumra, again, he's not in his ever-living form, so he's weak. I mean, could Hammerhand really, because he's a spirit, come I at don't him? I don't so. get it. I, I, sometimes it's a little bit it's nice to see Mumra retreat a little bit and not be so... <laughs> well, I think he's just like, oh my god, this man. This <laughs> man is really throwing my shit around up in here. But it could it be because he transformed into the ever-living to throw Panthro and that, that flight wiped him out and he has to be back in the mummy form? I don't know, but I, I, I'm loving, like, I really wish in the Thundercats they did more of exploring Mumra's pyramid. I actually wish that people, somebody got trapped in Mumra's pyramid and has to, like, go into different rooms. That would have been a cool episode. Doesn't something possibly happen like maybe, that? Maybe, maybe. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. Clearly Mumra I'm, has I'm a lot of rooms. I'm not at liberty to say that at this time. As we are only into month one and a half <laughs> of seven years of doing Thundercats. I swear the first season of Thundercats has about 60 episodes, and we're on episode 18. Oh, we're, we're we already are, there. We're not even, because clearly we got a lot to get through. Let me actually get the exact number for you. So season one, David, we are dealing with 65 episodes of season one. And let's go to season... Oh my 197. God, this is up to season four, but I think they condense the other episodes. Like, season two only has 20 episodes. Season three has 20 episodes. But how many episodes in total? Forget about seasons. How many are we... We've, we've, they have 100 and... 125. So, okay, okay, 18 out of 125. We need to get out of the triple digits. At least to 20. You know. A few facts about this from the Thundercats Wikipedia. Hammerhand is depicted as a ghost in this episode, affirms the theory that the Berserkers drowned when their ship collapsed at the end of the episode, The Terror of Hammerhand. Surprisingly, though, Hammerhand and the Berserkers crew are shown to be living in a future episode. Mm, mm, mm. With the design upgrade which matches their LJN action figures. So maybe that was a way just to bring back the- to sell those action figures that were coming out at the time. Oh, you killed off the Berserkers and we just made them? <laughs> Wouldn't have been really grotesque if- if Panthro's- the Gollum clone Panthro was eating a unicorn in the forest when, when the Thundercats came upon him. Oh my god, yeah, because that's what he would have known. It would have been like zombie panthro. That would have been horrifying. And they should have been just Wily Kid and Wily Cat that found him. Just to really traumatize him. Oh my him. god, 
panthro! <laughs> After the fake panthro is burned by the Sword of Omens during the climactic battle, his skin color changes to brown? Did it really? During the early stages of development of the Thundercats, the character design sheets for Panthro showed him with having brown skin. Honestly, Panthro is what you would call, I guess, the representation of an African-American character. I always assumed because, I mean, he is voiced by Earl Hammond, Mr. Huxtable's father. When I think of Panthro, I think, like, if they had done if they had done Thundercats so many years ago, like, Vin, Vin, Vin Rains? Oh, Vin Rains would be perfect for Panthro. Would have been, like, totally my Panthro pick. You know I mean, what I mean? Honestly, he could probably do it now with yeah, makeup. Not, I mean, he's in great that. shape, isn't he? I mean, he's in really great shape. I mean, I that's what you envision. So, I mean, listen, it is what it is. Like, I will say for me, though, the other identities, as far as if you want to talk about nationalities or backgrounds, yeah. aren't to me aren't as defined as clearly as a child. So talking about child innocence, I always, I always in my mind envisioned Panther being a black man. Just always me did. Me too. I mean, and, you I, know, that's I mean, what I it is what it is. I, I mean, I don't think we're really offending anybody. But I anybody, think that's but... what they wanted too. Like, I feel like that is representation in cat form. I do think that's what they were doing. But I don't that. think and it's clearly defined got... in the other Thundercats though. Like, well, I guess they would they would be white, right? <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about futuristic cat people. What do you want from me? This is, this is the third. That's arc. true. That's true. Arc. That's true. But it's interesting that he was going to have brown skins. Well, I mean, there are like mountain lions and and oh, cougars are like taupey yeah. and tan, and they can have different shades. I mean, all of these characters are obviously based on some point of reference of the person that created them. I mean, think about that. If you grew up in a a certain community you would probably more be more likely to represent that community. You know what I mean? That's why yes. it's nice to live in a community with multiple different types of people, different cultures, different religions, because you get exposed to different things and you don't, you're not in just one little kind of bubble that you don't know what's going on. Like, you're like, oh, wow, there are people that do that. Oh, there's people that eat that. It's like, yeah, there's a whole world out there. There's warrior maidens and wallows. <laughs> This episode offers a rare glimpse into Mumra's treasure room, which is filled with all kinds of precious gems. This chamber would be shown again in the future episode, Return of the Driller. He's like, I got diamonds. Come here, little boy. I got diamonds for you. Come here. This is strictly for you. Don't show off my chamber to anybody. But I wonder how they filled the hole up with in Panthro's room. Did they just throw cement in it? Yeah, because now he's got a hole in his bedroom. He's like, no, no, no. We're going to keep this. We're going to use this as an emergency hatch. Tiger has to come in through another... Or, or <laughs> through if another you hole. can't make it to the bathroom, the litter box. So, at the end of this episode, when the Thundercats are helping to rebuild the Wolo village, Chitara remarks, Imagine what would happen if one of us really did turn bad. Apparently, she has forgotten about Groon. But to me, she was talking about current Thundercats. She wasn't talking about Groon from an earlier episode. Yes, he was a Thundercat. But she's saying, imagine if one of us... Well, and that's what I was so, thinking too. I, I I thought of him before that, but then I thought she just basically means one of one of her group, one of her clique. Thundercats Wikipedia. I don't know. I think that's stretching things a little, but we read it. We appreciate you. We speak your name. <laughs> Chitara forgot that there was a bad Thundercat. Well, you know when she has to spin around into her visions that it does take her months or weeks to recover. It's pending. I know the things. feeling. So she might have forgotten. I know the feeling. After taking a spin class, it might take me months to recover, <sighs> too. Yeah, she literally spinning. Get that gold for Chitara! <laughs>
So that was another Thundercats recap here on the Radical Retro Rewind podcast. You could always reach David at Universal Appeal 2020, all one word, and the Radical Retro Rewind podcast, all one word, both on Instagram. And you can find us on YouTube where you can find audio formats of these episodes and more. Oh. Thank you, everybody. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.